Hello and welcome to another installment of International Index coming to you from UCC's 98.3 FM. Uh, my name is Key McDonough and today on the show we're covering Japan. Uh, I'm joined by two very special guests. Do you want to introduce yourselves lads? Yes. Hi, I'm Rio and I'm from Japan near Tokyo and I'm studying language and culture. Oh, that's great. And yourself? Um, hi, what's good? My name is Peter. Um, I'm a second year architecture student and I'm the language officer in the Japanese society as well. And I'm from Tralee in Kerry. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. I'm delighted to have you here, lads. Um, like it was very kind of almost last minute. Um, I was like scrambling on my Instagram DMs trying to get some guests for, for this week, but I'm so psyched to have you on. <clears throat> um, Rio is from Tokyo um, and you're an international student, I believe, Rio. Yeah. How, like, how long have you been here? For two semesters. Two semesters. So, yeah, yeah, it's been... Uh, Six or seven <laughs> and how, how have you how have you found like just getting used to Irish life? Is it very yeah. different? Yeah, I got yeah. used to it now, but yeah, yeah, I did like it, Corey. Yeah, and you're from like near about near Tokyo, are yeah, you? Really? My university is in Tokyo, but I do not live in Tokyo. In actually. Tokyo, yeah, but you're near Tokyo. Near Tokyo, yeah. I always I've always kind of wanted to travel to Japan, but it's it's like like as far away as you can get from here. Like why, um, why Ireland, uh, Rio? What, what was kind of the rationale behind that? Uh, there were many opportunities for me to before coming to court. The first one is I watched the movie Titanic. Oh, Titanic, yeah, right. I, yeah, I watched it uh, like Irish dance and Celtic, Celtic music. And yeah. I thought like, what is that? Like, and then I really impressed it. And then... Yeah, I started, and I'm really interested in Irish culture. And then I w- listened to Titanic opening song, like, My Heart Will Go On. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I really liked the melody of Tin Whistle. Yeah. And I started, and I bought in Tin Whistle in Japan. Oh, you bought a Tin Whistle? <laughs> yeah, I bought, I bought Tin Whistle to Cork. Oh, class. And have, have you been learning since? Yeah, I was oh, learning wow. in the first semester. Oh, class. Yeah. And like, have you, um, had you, have you had an opportunity while you're here to go to and see some like uh, Irish music life? Have you seen some trad music? Yeah, I went to the pub like in a Cork City Centre. Oh, lovely. Yeah, there was like a live Irish session, Irish, <laughs> Irish music session. Oh, that's so cool, Rio. That's class. It's, ama- it's amazing to see like, um, like you never really think of Ireland being on the global stage, but uh, Japan most definitely is on the global stage. Like we have so much, um, so much like stuff is influenced by Japan. You wouldn't even realize it. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, um, it's super populated, especially Tokyo where you're from. Like it must be kind of almost a culture shock coming here from Tokyo, which I believe is the biggest like metropolitan like area in the world is the most densely populated. It yeah. has like, 20, 12, 20 million in like this, this space. <laughs> yeah. It's huge. So how, how did you find like moving from a university in Tokyo to Ireland, which is quite not that big? Like, uh, yeah, Cork, I know Cork is uh, not too big, not yeah. too see. Like when I, whenever I go to the city center, I, like, I see some friends and then we come, we talk with like, oh, like, how's it going? And yeah. then, where are you going? Oh, I'm going to the little and then, oh, let's go together or something, like, just happened. And then, yeah, I did it, near, I did it like, culture, nature, 
Yeah, yeah. Um, and have you... Um, one thing I always talk about with my guests is kind of, uh, especially ones traveling from far away, like um, the Americans I had on episode two, they love coming to Ireland because it's so easy to travel the rest of Europe. Have you had a chance to get out and explore a little bit? Yeah, of, of course. I went to Cove Kinsale in yeah. Ireland. And then I had an opportunity to go to other, other countries like Italy. Oh, lovely. Edinburgh, <laughs> Scotland and Malta. Oh, that's yeah, fun. I went there with my friends who live in Malta Island, Finland, yeah. and the one living in Finland. Wow, yeah, and um, I think you're going back next year, are you? Yeah, May. Glad. Are you Are you sad to be leaving? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh no. Yeah, but um, it's class that you came all this way, and um, like, is is there kind of a big kind of Japanese? Like, I know Peter, you're part of Japanese society. The, yeah, in UCC, like, is there kind of, ha- have you found this kind of a big kind of love for, um, no, I mean, is there a lot of Japanese people here, international students? Yeah, there are 10 students from my university, and I yeah. met some Japanese people in Japanese restaurant in Cork City Centre, and then um, I met someone who really loves Japan in Japanese <laughs> society. <laughs> yeah, and I say, oh, I'm from Japan, a lot of people say, oh, I love Japan, yeah. I wanted to go someday. And then, mm. yeah. And how um, how did you find growing up in Japan? Like, was there kind of is there kind of staples of like a Japanese childhood? Like certain things you do. Like I know you get a lot of independence because it's such a safe country. I was we were actually covering this yesterday in my um, in my lecture. Like I study law here, mm-hmm. and we we're talking about uh, criminal law and the mm-hmm. safest country in the world um, is Japan. One of them, anyway, is like it's one of the most safest places in the world. So, did you get a lot of independence as a as a child, like just being able to go out? Yeah, it's safe country. So, when I was in childhood, I often go to. I went to the play, play out with my friends in a park, you know, like a, in a gym. And yeah, we played basketball or something like that. Class. Yeah. Wow, that's amazing. And how did you find like school? Because I know s- school in Japan is it's really integrated into your life. Like you go really early and all your clubs are related to your school. Like um, my my mom taught in Japan for a few years and she was saying like how integrated the school system is into like the child's life. And like, mm-hmm. how did you find that? Was it? Yeah, we, I learned so much in primary school and junior high school. And there were a lot of subjects like music, career, even choreography classes. Yeah. And then, yeah, after class, yeah, we went, we go to park to play with someone. And then, yeah, and then someone will go to learn some swimming. Yeah. yeah. Swimming, we, some, we go to some swimming class, like a kind of learning things, like a, as a hobby. Yeah, of course. So like, yeah. Yeah, someone goes to club school to learn after school, the swimming school and then some drawing classes. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. class. So it was like super super integrated. Uh thanks Rio for that. We're gonna throw on another song here by a band called Spitz. Uh all the music today is Japanese music coming from Japan. So this is a little rock number. Uh do you know the name of this song? Because I could not read these characters, I'm uh, sorry. The name is Utsukushi Hire. Did you see Hire? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> Thank you. Right. Okay. Up next, did you see Hero by Spitz? Here we go.
Welcome back to International Index on UCC's 98.3 FM. Today I'm joined by two very special guests, Rio and Peter. Uh, Peter is on Japanese society as well as Rio. Uh, Peter, do you want to talk a little bit about Japanese society? Like what kind of stuff you get up to? I know you had an event last night. Do you want to yeah, talk me totally. through it? Um, so the Japanese society is just a society where we kind of promote Japanese culture through different events. Um, so for example, yesterday... We had an event where we did kind of a mini celebration of the Lunar New Year, which is it's more niche in Japan, but we thought it'd be worthwhile to celebrate it anyways because there are, you know, Chinese and Korean people that celebrate in Japan as well. Um, and it has a lot of like historical significance. So a lot of like modern Japanese festivals would have probably originated from the lunar calendar. Things like Setsubun, um, you know, where it's all about the bringing in the new year, start, you know, separating from winter and going to spring. Um, but as well as that, we also had a language class kind of a beginner-friendly language class that I was teaching. Um, that you were and, teaching? Yeah, yeah that's oh, right. Oh, well, class. trying to teach, but yeah. <laughs> um, I'll admit my Japanese isn't the best, but I think I understand what people find difficult. Yeah. And I'm able to kind of tap into like, that and help you, uh, I'm right in saying we're chatting a little bit off air, and you were saying you kind of, you started learning Japanese how many years ago? Um, well, it was maybe three or four years ago, but it's yeah. kind of, I've been on and off, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I kind of just passively. Yeah. Yeah. Like almost um, this teaching is almost the way it's, it's like, as they say, teaching is the best form of learning. I suppose, yeah. <laughs> so, and definitely preparing these lessons for the Japanese society. It really helps me like reflect on what I know and what I need to work on. Yeah. Um, do you know? And um, uh, mm-hmm. they're weekly, are they? The, the uh, at lessons? the moment, they're bi-weekly. Okay, I think fortnightly, like every second week. Yeah, okay, exactly, sweet, exactly. nice. So, yeah, um, yeah, that's all good. <laughs> every two weeks, yeah. yeah. And they're usually on a Monday. Okay, um, lovely. In around kind of seven o'clock. Okay, so, nice. Yeah. So guys, um, where, where'd you hold them on? Where'd you have them? Um, it kind of depends. Like yesterday we had it in the Kane building in G18. Okay. Um, but the week before it was in the Kane like engineering yeah. building. Um. So, I'm not 100% familiar with like the ca- main campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Campus. You're an architecture yeah. student. Yeah, it's a bit difficult <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, but we have an Instagram account, yeah, which is class. just UCC Japanese Society, one word. And we always put up, you know, the location, the time of our events, you know, a couple of days in advance. So you Absolutely, can follow yeah. that. So, so guys out there, if you're interested in learning Japanese after this episode, or if you've always wanted to hit up the Instagram and just have a look and maybe go down and Peter can teach um, what other, you. You do other stuff uh, as well as languages, maybe kind of more cultural stuff as well. I know you have the cultural ball coming up with all the international oh, yeah. societies. Is there kind of, do you do like coffee mornings or I know, um, or stuff like that? Yeah, we do. Um, sometimes we set up stalls outside the library and we sell things like green tea. And we have like matcha lattes and mochi. Um, people are really interested in that because it's so new. Yeah. And, you know, interesting. Um, and recently, we've been holding those to um, raise funds for the Cultural Ball, of course. Um, and the Cultural Ball is a big collab between Japanese society, Korean society, Chinese, Slavic, yeah. Pakistan, Bangladesh. There's so All many the societies, societies. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah. are working together towards this. Um, that's going to be on the 28th of February in the Rochestown Park Hotel. Um, Lovely. Yeah, and that's definitely a big goal for us at the moment. Yeah, and how, how long has Japanese society been, been in happening? Oof. Um, Oh, I couldn't tell you. It's fairly old, though. I've been Is talking it, yeah. to people at society um, society days that were, they were telling me they were chairperson maybe six oh, or seven God, years ago. Yeah. So Where? it's got a long history. And he, um, like you were saying, we are chatting the other day, uh, we met up for a coffee and you're saying you're really interested in kind of more of the kind of almost um, 
the more kind of mundane aspects of Japanese society because Japan is so famous for like all these kind of like like ninjas and like oh, all, yeah. all this <laughs> other stuff I don't know there's so much like sumo wrestling all this stuff like that you can yeah, name yeah. it but you were you were telling me about Shodo am I pronouncing that right um Shodo Shodo yeah okay yeah um, sweet yeah so that's just it's kind of calligraphy yeah in Japanese so literally translate it's like the path of like writing kind of isn't it yeah um well, calligraphy is it's just a practice of writing out these Japanese kanji characters, which are complicated looking things. Yeah. But um, it's all down to like an art form where it's the stroke orders and you have to do it really slowly with this like brush and this yeah. black ink on paper. Um, and it's all, it's meant to be kind of therapeutic as well. So yeah. As I, like was, Zen origins. I was reading about the history of it this morning and it sounds really cool. It's almost like it's something that like Buddhist monks do. And it's like, yeah, yeah. it's really like about getting into like the Zen. And the whole point is that you can't like try. It's like, it has to come like supernaturally and stuff. Have yeah. you ever like, have you ever done it with the, like the, the brush and the, the paper? Have um, you ever given it a go? A couple of times. Yeah. yeah. I would have, I wouldn't have a proper setup now or yeah, anything, but absolutely. you can buy like brush pens and things oh, class. or even just like markers or pencils, almost yeah. whatever you have. Well, yeah. obviously, if you want the authentic experience, you'd get your sumi ink and your brush, yeah. and you'd go at it. That's class. Um, you should you should do uh, an event where you do uh, shodo, 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 shodo. Yeah, yeah. Actually, we did something like that a while ago. Where um, oh, I can't remember the name, but we had an event anyways where we were tracing sutras. Um, okay. Kind of just the kanji like characters. Yeah. And we had like chill music, and it was really like nice and mindful. Absolutely, it was yeah. Fun. That no. was last semester, yeah. Yeah, that's a like you have so much going on, and it's it's mm. like super super cool. And like like we're chatting off air a little bit about like the more the more mundane aspects of Japan life because there's like you know it's really famous. But like one thing that really fascinated me, Rio, was um, you're obsessed with vending machines. Oh my god, you're obsessed. <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's kind of like it's so like quirky. Like I think that's one thing about Japan. It's kind of like it's quaint and quirky, but also kind of cool and like. I don't know. There's so much going on there. Like, what's what's the deal with vending machines, Rio? Come on, give us the tea. Yeah. <laughs> Literally, we have a lot of <laughs> yeah. drinks in vending machine, like so hot, so like cold drinks, even like a jelly, jelly yeah. water, mm. and then some even yogurt, yogurt, yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I was, I was looking at some of the the more interesting stuff you you would sell in vending machines, uh, such as pot plants. Have you ever seen pot plants in a vending machine? Like plants, like like oh. yeah 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 really <laughs> oh my god and uh live lobsters in vending machine yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah that's Probably. so crazy and then some like a low fish and you then, can buy fish in yeah, a vending and machine some meat <laughs> oh god and dumpling dumpling so you just whenever you want some food you just rock down to your local vending machine yeah. oh man that's so funny and then you can make orange juice in, med- in like a vending machine. Oh, class. Yeah. Like I was, um, I was looking and apparently you have a vending machine on the summit of Mount Fuji and you sell canned coffee and Pocari sweat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's Pocari sweat. <laughs> Pocari sweat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pocari sweat. I often drink Pocari sweat when yeah. I'm sick. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, it's, oh, it's kind of like, uh, Peter, did you ever have flat seven up as a kid? Oh yeah, I guess. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Is, that, is, that, is it like bubbly and like yeah? yeah. Oh man, that's gas. So that's like so funny. When you get to the top of the mountain, you'd need some kind of energy. Yeah, yeah. Like coffee and all this. Man, stuff. that's wild. Have you ever have you ever uh, climbed Mount Fuji, uh, Rio? Uh, not yeah, but I want to. You want there. to? Yeah, absolutely. I climbed some mountain like Mount Kuba. Yeah, yeah. Because eighty um, percent of Japan is mountains. 
Yeah, which is exactly. incredible. Like that's that's wild. Like you, you such a mountainous region, and like as going into researching this, I didn't even think about like mountains. Obviously, Mount Fuji is famous, but I didn't think about all the other kind of stuff. So, is there like kind of a outdoors culture with mountaineering that kind yeah. of stuff? Wow, yeah. that's class. Yeah, it's famous for yeah teenagers as a club activity. Yeah, and even for like a young Japanese women. Yeah. Uh, they often go solo trip. Oh, wow. Around Fuji. And then some elderly people yeah. after they finish their work. Yeah. And, yeah. Mm. It's famous. Uh, it's really nice exercising. Yeah, yeah. To keep their health. Yeah, because yeah, like Japan is absolutely gorgeous. And um, like I'd love, like I've already said this like three times, but I'd love to be able to visit because I think you have so much going on. And you're so kind of just, it's such another world. Like, like where I was talking with uh, some of my Italian friends last week on the Italian episode. And I was just talking about how like Venice is kind of almost has this magical quality to it. And I think Japan kind of holds kind of a place like that, kind of a, a cross between ancient art forms, like the, I still can't pronounce it. Shodo. Shodo. <laughs> ancient art forms like the Shodo, but also it's like super modern. You have like a lot of, you're like the leaders in technology and that sort of stuff. So I think it's, it's amazing in that sense. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I want to talk to you a little bit about is your food. Cause like it's, it's one thing like you're very, well, all countries are unique, but you're so far away from us and we wouldn't be the most food connoisseur of a country. Like <laughs> I, 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 I really enjoyed research about your food. Like what, what would be like, uh, some of the staples of like a Japanese uh, cuisine. Uh, I really recommend eat as much as you can. Why if you uh, while you you are in Tokyo, <laughs> I recommend like ramen, sushi, or something like that. And I, I personally I recommend like the food in convenience store. Okay, really yeah. Good. Wow, yeah. yeah. It- and then these days I'm like. A music artist like Bruno Mars, Ed Sheeran came to Tokyo. Oh yeah! And then I saw I watched like posts in on Instagram. They are really, they really enjoy their food in really? Tokyo. Wow! Yeah, no, it's um, it's class. I was uh, I was learning about like um your chefs. Like I'm I'm kind of a geek for kind of facts and like weird kind of quirky stuff. Um, and I was learning about uh the food school, like the chef school that chefs go to. And uh, apparently you have to train for like three years to be a chef. And then in your, you have another year, like a final year. And in your last year, you have to choose if you want to cook real food or if you want to make plastic food. Okay. Just to, this is, uh, so for anyone listening, this is like a, you like put on displays of the food outside all the restaurants yeah. made of plastic, yeah. which just is kind of, and they're so intricate. So like you have to train for like, as I said, like four years to make these like little sushi rolls mm-hmm. that are in plastic mm-hmm. and they go outside and they're like, they're, they're really cool and really expensive as well to yeah. buy for the restaurants. Like, would it be something you'd see every day out there or what's the story? Yeah, when we are, chi- when we are in childhood, yeah, I used to like touch the plastic <laughs> <laughs> and then Barry said, oh, don't do that. Mm. And then nowadays, uh, the, like a plastic food, yeah. key holder, key holder. Key holder? Yeah. Key holder, like okay. like a like a brooch or something like yeah. that. Is um you can get these stuffs on like um store store in Tokyo. Yeah, yeah. And even in station like a wow. private train station. That's class. Mm. Talking about train stations, train just stations. to just to go off. Uh, Shibuya in Tokyo. Yeah. You you've been, I assume. Yeah. Wow, like it's so cloudy, and then 
Yeah, there were many lines. Yeah. So yeah, like if you, sh- it's the kind of the central train station slash central area, isn't it? Yeah, yeah and then mm. also Tokyo Station. Tokyo Station, yeah. Like I was reading, it gets uh, two to three million people daily crossing. Uh, like if anyone's trying to like imagine what Shibuya is, uh, you'd probably see it in like movies or in anime, that sort of thing. It's the um, the like when you think of Tokyo and you see the four the four crosswalks in a central square yeah. and apparently like two to three million people cross that crosswalk every day, which is wild because that's like half the population of Ireland in this like little like 0.5 kilometer square area, <laughs> which is nuts. Like it's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's like really kind of cool and really kind of just part of like the whole culture there. So like you've been to Shibuya, I assume. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's for famous for like a foreigner size foreigner tourist yeah and then yeah, if you are interested in like a fashion unique fashion cafe or some cat cafe dog cafe oh yeah, you, <laughs> also you can play mountaineering like a bouldering oh bouldering yeah bouldering yeah in a room yeah wow you class. can enjoy something like that's that that's amazing um right i'm going to i'm going to jump on to our next song called soul soup by official hiji Anderson, sorry for the pronunciation, guys. Uh, quick shout out actually to Soul Soup, the radio show on UCC's 98.3 FM. I really love that show. They play kind of a lot of interesting music. Anyway, that's a by the by. Uh, <laughs> on to Soul Soup.
Welcome back to International Index. Today we're covering Japan. It is 35 minutes past 11 o'clock here on UCC's 98.3 FM. Uh, my two Japanese, well, one's, one Japanese guest, Rio, and one from Japanese society, Peter. Um, we're chatting a little bit off air just about all things kind of Japan. Uh, some of the more kind of like little uh, extra bits. I was asking Rio if I had like a week or a day in Japan kind of uh, just whatever a timeline what are like the spots that I have to hit when I go to Japan where do I have to go what do I have to see you can go yeah you can of course enjoy the food in a, like a cafe or a family restaurant in Japan and or in a ramen shop but only not also that but you can go to Japanese traditional uh, like a temple shrine senso, senso shrine senso temple and then Meiji Shrine. And you can also, if you want to have fun with Disney character, yeah. you can go to Tokyo Disneyland. Okay, yeah, all right. Tokyo Disneyland, Tokyo Disney Sea. Not only Tokyo, but also you can go to Hokkaido, the northern part of Japan. Okay, uh, wow. So like outside Tokyo, um, would there's a lot to see outside of Tokyo. Like yeah. Tokyo isn't ju- like just Japan. Like there's, there's so much more out there. Yeah. And so... Up north, what, what's what's the north of the country like? Yeah, we, you can enjoy winter sports. Okay, and right. Then, yeah, have a com- communicate with local people, a local cuisine, and then yeah, if you, the Okinawa is also a good place. Yeah. For mm. school trip, on the for a ski trip. For school trip. School trips. Yeah. What, what what would you what would you do on a classic Japanese yeah. school trip? I I went to Okinawa and then I enjoy marine sports. Okay. A summer sport and then um, dive into the river, yeah. dive into the sea, <laughs> yeah, something like that. Like, because um, in Japan, you, you take sports very seriously and you have, like, kind of like Ireland, we kind of take, we love our sports and you yeah. love your sports in Japan, but you do so many sports, like, so well. Like, you have your own sports like sumo wrestling yeah. and karate and judo. judo. Like, what, yeah. um, have you gone to a sumo match? Because apparently they're... They're like really interesting, and they're like your sport is so full of like um, it's a lot about sportsmanship and honor is super important in these sports. Yeah. Have you have you been to um, have you been to a sumo wrestling match? Yeah, I have been to sumo wrestling match <laughs> one time, and then they were so they're, 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 big, they're yeah, big boys, all right, aren't they? <laughs> then, yeah, yeah. And uh, apparently, when they they don't they have really long hair like a bun. Yeah. And when they when they lose, they have to cut off their hair, don't they? They have to cut off yeah. their bun, which is like yeah. a shame. And sometimes, yeah, they were working in a city, so you yes. see them around the city. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do they dress in normal clothes around the city? Like a kimono. Okay, like they wear kimono. Okay, they wear traditional clothes. Yeah. Class. Wow, that's mm-hmm. like yeah. There's so like so many like little aspects, and then you have karate and judo. And then obviously you've gotten very good at rugby recently, um, much yeah. to Ireland's dismay. Um, but yeah, no. Um, and like there's, there's other sports as well that you take really seriously. Like personally, I do um, rock climbing. I do a lot of bouldering. I'm part of the Mountaineering Society. Guys, if you're, if you're an international student that wants to make some new friends, come join the Mountaineering Society. We get up to a lot. But you've gotten really good at rock climbing. You have some of the best rock climbers in the world. It's nuts as well. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going mountaineering club, like a oh, hiking wow. club. Basic, yeah, we go basic, on hikes, basic, yeah. Basic hiking this weekend. Oh, wow. Yeah, we're going... Oh, God, I'm not, I don't really do a lot of the hiking stuff. Um, um, but uh, where, where, where is the trip this week? 
Uh, I'll look it. I'll look it up in a minute. Yeah, but like guys out there, if you're listening and you kind of want to see a bit of Ireland, um, like, have you been on any of our hikes yet? And this is my first. Time. Your first one. Okay, good. Yeah, it's a be- beginner hike this week, yeah. uh, guys. You should absolutely check out Mountaineering Club. It's mm. it's great fun. But remember, like, to always be prepared for the mountains because it's very important. Like Irish mountains are kind of hard, mm. so hiking boots are important and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But yeah, guys. Um, also surfing. You've gotten really good at surfing. Like you had the Tokyo 2020 tw- slash 2021 Olympics. Mm-hmm. Like, were you there for it? Was it, was it like, was there a buzz like? Uh, I watched the Tokyo Olympics in, on a TV because yeah. I was uh, like a third year in a junior, high, third year in a high school. So okay. yeah, I had to study hard to pass the exam to university. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, wa- I really enjoy watching on TV, like surfing, that's some. Mm. Like canoeing. Uh, Kanoe is your your Japanese surfer. He's one of he's like super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, I'm, I'm not gonna geek out about surfing right now. But yeah, that's um that's amazing. And have you you've have you done have you taken up any sports while you've been around? Because we have like we have some good clubs going. Mm-hmm. Have you have you been doing any of our sports while you're here? Oh uh, yeah, I I play squash. Oh wow, yeah. First time in you know, <laughs> and then I did archery. Archery and tennis, and I really enjoy watching rugby, rugby mm. game. And- Is it your first time in Europe? Yeah, well, it's yeah, my first time. And like we were talking earlier, like when you like at the start of the show, you were talking all about kind of uh, you're really you're listening to traditional music and that sort of thing. Um, but what's kind of been like the biggest kind of like culture shock, like the biggest change, some of the biggest like changes between here and Japan, like in lifestyle mm-hmm. or even the people? Like what's what's the deal? The, the culture shock I felt is like a um, umbrella. All the umbrellas, yeah. yeah. In here, don't yeah. use open umbrella. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah. We just but rough I, it out. Yeah, I <laughs> know, yeah. I don't think I've ever used an umbrella in my life. Yeah. Maybe once or twice, yeah. I just don't, I just, we don't have them at home. But yeah, would that, it would be like a staple. You always see Japanese yeah. people going around with umbrellas. Yeah. Uh, any, like, have you had a chance to go out while you're here? Like, see some of the local pubs and stuff, mm-hmm. some of the nightlife? Is it like what what would be like a Japanese like night out? Do you like go to bars? Do you go clubbing? What's the kind of what's the deal? In Japan, there are some called izakaya. Izakaya. Yeah, that's a Japanese <laughs> traditional drinking restaurant. Okay. Yeah, class. You, you can enjoy not only drinking but also like chatting with people. Yeah. And, and you can also like Japanese food like uh, yeah. yakitori. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, grilled chicken. Yeah. I saw, I saw I noticed that people like a pub in Ireland yeah. doesn't offer like a cuisine. Yeah. Uh, they do like a French fries or something like that, mm. but you can fully enjoy <laughs> that like a like a, some a lot of cuisine Class. in Izakaya. Amazing. Uh, I'm gonna throw on another song here. This is uh, a, one of my favorite songs at the moment. It's half an hour long, but I'm only gonna play a couple of minutes of it. Mm. It's called Long Season. It's by the Fishmans and it's from the 90s, a rock band from the 90s. And it's just, it's a real kind of influential song in just like this kind of music. So give it a listen, see what you think. Uh, so up next, Long Season by the legendary band Fishmans.
with the long season. Uh, that was a little segment from the Fishmans, uh, one of their legendary albums and legendary songs. We're we're talking all things Japanese here on UCC's ninety eight point three FM, and uh, I'm joined by my two uh, guests representing Japan today, and they're going to teach me a little bit of Japanese right about now. Uh, so what's what's kind of the basics? Because I know Peter, you teach J- Japanese for the. The Japanese society and Rio, you are actually Japanese, so you're fluent. So, what kind of, what kind of, like, if I want to go to Japan, if I want to have a little basic conversation, what, what are kind of some of the stuff I should know? Okay, yeah, there's definitely a few phrases that are really handy to know. Like, if you want to greet somebody in the morning, if you want to tell somebody good morning, you can say "Ohayo," "Ohayo," yeah. Or if you want to be more formal, if you're talking to maybe a coworker, something you could say "Ohayo gozaimasu." Ohayo, gozaimasu. Ohayo, gozaimasu. It's kind of, yeah, you add this kind of suffix at the end. Okay, kind of okay. Is, is, yeah. is, like, I know tone's really important in Chinese. Is tone important in Japanese or um, kind of less, less so? I think it is. Like, a lot of it, you can kind of get away with it if it's sort of flat. But there are points where the tone makes a big difference, especially with, like, different words. Um, I know a big example is the difference between bridge and chopsticks in Japanese. Yeah. I can't remember which one is which now, so you'll have to give me a bit of credit. Rio, do you want to jump in on this? Um, yeah, like, uh, one is two. Chopsticks is hashi. 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 Yeah, hashi. Hashi. So it goes low. Yeah. It goes low at yeah. the end. Hashi. Hashi. Yeah. Hashi. hashi. Okay. The bridge is hashi. Hashi. Gozaimasu? No. Ohayo gozaimasu. Ohayo gozaimasu. That's hello. And is like formality is really important in Japanese language, is um, it? Like, would it, would you like have like language for kind of at home and then kind of language that would be oh, more formal? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's like a big um, staple. There's a big difference. Um, if you're, if you kind of, they call it keigo is like the formal language that you would use towards maybe people that are older than you or okay. like your boss if you're at work somewhere. Um, and it's really important to get this kind of keigo right. That you use the right language with the right person. Because if you use kind of informal language, these like quick, snappy phrases, really, um, it can come across as rude. Um, okay, right. So I find when you're learning Japanese, it's good to kind of know a bit of keigo to start with. And it also helps you understand like the way the sentences and things are broken down. And yeah. then from there, you can start, you know, dropping certain words. Because that's a big part of Japanese as well. You don't need to say every word every single time. Okay. A lot of it is context-based. For example, if I were to say, um, my, you know, I'm Peter, I would say, watashi wa pita desu. That's if you were to enunciate like every word, right? <laughs> right. But you could also just say pita this. And what? What's? Why did you put the pita res? Why did you put the res instead of just Peter? What's? What does that change? Um. So the way the sentence is broken down is watashi wa is like me. Okay. Watashi wa there is to show that I'm talking about myself. Okay. It's a topic marker. Pita obviously would be my name. Yeah. Kind of pronounced with the yeah. katakana, and des then at the end is a verb. A lot okay. of people get mixed up with that, but des is like to be. Oh, okay, it's a separate. Okay, like 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 an Irish, like yeah, yeah, yeah. to be. So, so it's kind of like des. saying, you know, as for me, you know, I yeah. am Peter. Yeah, you don't always have to say as for me. You can okay. just say I'm Peter. You know that kind of way. Right, that's really um, cool. Yeah. Like is and um, is like would it be kind of harder? Like you're teaching at the moment. Would it be harder to kind of directly translate? Is it kind of stuff or does it does it kind of conform to English quite well? Um, I suppose it does. A lot of it is kind of modular. So, you know, in English, you'd have all these kind of different tenses and verbs and things. And there's lots of different variations of words. Whereas Japanese, it's like you can glue different phrases together and it still works. So um, if you were to say, you know, if I, I go to school or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Um, if you were to talk about he goes to school, she goes to school, they go to school. There's, different, there's these differences. But in Japanese, just like karewa, 
The phrase is the same all the time. All right. You know? Nice. Yeah. That's, and that yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, no, it's, it's funny. And I think a lot of people, like, where we hear Japanese the most would be if you kind of watch Japanese shows or anime or Japanese movies or that sort of thing. We're talking a little bit like, I'd, I'd watch a little bit like I would have been, I would have watched a lot of kind of Ghibli films, the, the Miyazaki films. And I think everyone kind of has, like, I remember, um, what's, what's the really famous movie? Oh man, it's just escaped oh, me now. Spirited Boy, Away. Spirited Away. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Sorry, sorry <laughs> no about that, lads. I remember watching that for my junior cert. Uh, Spirited Away. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, it was on the junior cert thing a few years ago. And, like, they're absolutely gorgeous films. They really are. Yeah. Like, um, my personal favorite Ghibli film, I don't know if you've seen it, Rio, is uh, Porco Rosso. The is about the, the flying pig uh, in, in yeah, Italy. Yeah. I, love that, I love that movie so much. Um, like, I think. Uh, especially anime has especially made kind of a resurgence in the recent years probably mm. with COVID and everyone having so much time yeah, to like sit down and watch that. like thousands and thousands of episodes of kind of stuff yeah. like I know One Piece has become super popular recently with the remake and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff what would be kind of um, your favourites or kind of the stuff you'd recommend to people out there looking to get into it mm. Um, mm. <laughs> personally I really like Demon Slayer okay um, I used to watch it I haven't watched all of it I need to get yeah, back yeah. in it but um, Tanjiro yeah, great. yeah, yeah. I've watched a bit. Yeah, yeah. It's really fun. Um, it's very like powerful as well. There's a lot of emotion, you know. Yeah, the yeah. Character, he's lost no, his whole family, and it's really, it's it's really like good. Like it looks really good. Yeah, like, it's on Netflix for anyone who's kind of looking to watch it. It's yeah. like, yeah, it's it's very, it's very good. I've watched it myself. Like, yeah, and it's kind of it's kind of easier kind of entry for maybe a Western audience. Yeah, that's it's true. Like, you know, you know, would you be a subbed or dub guy or just no subtitles because we're speaking Whoa. Japanese? <laughs> would you try would you try watch I'm it with no of, subtitles? I change it up. I'm usually subtitles. Okay. But sometimes I like to listen to the dubbed version and then have Japanese subtitles so you can read okay. it. You know, it's sort of multimodal. Oh like wow, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Um yeah. another thing I kinda like about anime is like the openings, the songs they have. Oh yeah. And just I, Japanese music for, in general. Really for cool. anyone uh who's been listening since the start, the opening song I played was uh, a song called Tank from Cowboy Bebop, which is like probably the only anime I've kind of watched all the way through. Because it's only twenty six episodes. Um that's Indeed. uh <laughs> like I don't think I have you seen Cowboy Bebop? No, like it's um it's like a nineties anime. It's really cool. I love it. It's um it's really like noir. And like all this, the music is like all like jazz kind of. Anyway, look, it's just an amazing anime. If anyone's looking to watch it, just do it on Netflix. It's super cool. Would like anime be like a big part of kind of Japan? Like you'd all be watching it when you're in school and stuff. Like well, not in school, but like when you're teenagers and stuff. Yeah. Everyone would kind of be watching it. Yeah, and then my favorite one is Detective Conan. Okay. Yeah, the, actually, the song we listened to at the first. Okay. Video, like Utsukushi Hide. Yeah. It's yeah. also the Detective Conan movie's ending song. Oh, wow. Nice. Yeah. Class. Yeah. It has um, a lot of anime episodes, but also movies. Wow. Nice. Mm. Yeah. No, like, um, I think one thing that, like, uh, Japanese kind of animation studios has done is really kind of like revolutionized kind of cartoons but for maybe a more like older audience like you know it's not just like animation it's just for kids you can also watch like kind of interesting yeah. interesting stuff no I really love it uh, I'm going to play one more song today and this is by Yellow Magic Orchestra uh, it's called Riding. it's kind of almost a psychedelic uh, rock tune so give it a listen it's super cool um, and we'll be back to you soon
back to International Index. Uh, so, my two guests, we were chatting all things Japan today. And just um, thanks for coming on, guys. It was a lot of fun. I learned so much, honestly. And now I really want to go to Japan. So, yeah, so anybody out there listening, uh, if you want to get involved with Japanese society, you absolutely should. Could you sell me Japanese society in 30 seconds? Okay. Yeah, okay,、totally. go for it. Can you, can、um, you take the challenge? Okay, right.、Three. Japanese society, <laughs> it's where all the cool people hang out.、Um, it's, it's a Japanese centric kind of society where we promote events, sorry, we promote Japanese culture with these really fun events.、Um, and it's totally chill as well. You know, everything's free to register and all that. Um, and you can socialize. Like yesterday, we were doing, we were folding these like origami dragons. Even though ourselves, like, we were kind of struggling to make the dragon ourselves. But by the end of it, we all just came down and we were helping each other out and chatting away. And you don't even you know? need to want to speak Japanese to join. You can just、Not、be one of、no, the、yeah. culture or anything. That's great. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And、um, Rio, on to you now. Can you describe for me Japan in three words? Three words? Yeah. Like clean, food, Yeah. Love. Okay, clean <laughs>、right. food, love.、Oh, do you know that encapsulates Japan pretty well?、Mm. Um, right. Uh, so, guys, if you want to follow the show,、uh, I'm on at 11 every week on Fridays. Also, I have an Instagram at International Index.、Uh, also, there is an international student event on in the pavilion. At、uh, 10 o'clock on Wednesday the 14th. So, if any of you guys want to go, maybe hang out with some other international students, I highly recommend that. It's run by Squirrel Events. So, absolutely, you should go do that.、Um, guys, thank you so much for coming on and promoting all things Japan. I had a lot of fun today. Thank you for Cheers, having us. Yeah, yeah so, guys. So right,、That's、okay. We're going to close out with this little song by Jen Hashino called I Want to Be Your Ghost. Here we go. Till next week, guys. Thank、you